Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Peace. I say hello. Uh, we are back. We are live. We are in full effect. It is time that time again, ahead of time. Uh, your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Network. Peace. I am so happy and thankful to be back here with you guys, staying ahead and just receiving and giving all the astro love gifts that we can stand. Uh, Can't go too far without recognizing, honoring, revering, respecting, and um, paying homage to our divine, righteous ancestors, Ashe, Amin Ra. Thank you so much to Brother Ampu, whose influence, uh, at, at, at such a time, y'all y'all ought to know by now he's an Aquarius. We got this Aquarius full moon coming up, so uh, shout out to him, a special shout out to him, just you know, in celebration of that divine energy um, of his, that fearlessness, fearlessness to be, to simply be, especially in this day and time uh, when being unique and standing out for who you are individually is not necessarily uh, praised or um, touted or, um, um, you know, just put out there. Most of what's put out there is this kind of copycatter version of every other person that you see (laughs) um, either in the media or in music or on television or in Hollywood. So, I just really respect Brother Ampu for fearlessly continuing to lead the charge in this day and time uh, for all things Aquarian and Aquarius-related in this Aquarius age, so to speak. So uh, we are um, discussing here in the week ahead. Today is the 10th of August, Wednesday. We're discussing the week ahead Sunday, the 14th through um, uh, the 20th, which is Saturday. And um, I'm going to take it slow. You know, Saturn, last week's show highlighted Saturn. Of course, we were ahead of time. Um, Even right now, as Saturn nears the point of station, the exact point of station um, coming up on this Saturday that we discussed in depth last week, um, don't hesitate to go to the episode description information and click back to last week's episode to hear that. But as we near the station point, um, it's just, you know, Saturn is out of the ancient seven planets. Saturn is the furthest out or the furthest orbiting personal ancient planets um, out of those seven. It would technically be considered number seven. And so... um, This is an energy when we're talking about Saturn stationing and when we're talking about Saturn currently squaring Neptune right now and that being a pivotal aspect and has been a pivotal aspect in our sky for quite a while now. Um, And you talk about um, even karma, the karma associated with Saturn and the karmic uh, association of of, um, 
of even the, this eclipse season coming up, uh, the full moon in Aquarius. Aquarius is co-ruled by Saturn. Um, the ruler, it would be Uranus, but it is co-ruled by Saturn. So Saturn energy is just being spotlighted right now. And it doesn't always feel good, I'll put it like that, to either feel like an outside force is restricting you or to even self-restrict. It isn't necessarily something you want to feel, but it is necessary. Um, Saturn, of course, rules Capricorn. Uh, We start our week ahead with the moon in Capricorn uh, there on the 14th um, Sunday. Um, And and depending on what time zone you're in, for the eastern time zone, um, yeah, for the eastern time zone, it would be like right at midnight that the moon enters Capricorn for you. Um, but for Central, it would have um, entered Capricorn at 11.11 11 p.m. on Saturday night right before. So um, so th- there's the Saturn energy again, our very week ahead, starting out with the moon and Capricorn energy, which is Saturn ruled. It'll be in Aquarius after that. I just told you that Aquarius is co-ruled by Saturn. Then in the week ahead, we've got that eclipse the um, full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius there on Thursday um, as we're ending out a moon cycle with the moon in Pisces right after. we at The full moon lunar eclipse is actually occurring um, as the aspect of um, void. The sun opposing the moon actually sends the moon into void status. The sun opposing the moon is the full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius. So that uh, this coming uh, full moon lunar eclipse is actually going to send us into void the moon into void status for a few hours, about seven, uh, seven hours and seven minutes to be exact until the moon enters Pisces um, Thursday um, late rising, 11.34 a.m. Central, okay? So I'm, t- I'm going to take it slow, and I feel like there's a lot. As you can see in the episode description, I mean, not quantity-wise is there a lot, but quality-wise and just energy-wise, it's just so much and so heavy and so thick not necessarily in a burdensome or oppressive way unless, once again, with with Saturn being so predominantly involved, unless you haven't been taking care of business. That's when a time like this would be burdensome. It would be oppressive. It would be um, chaotic. It could be cataclysmic. It could be... You know, I mean, even right now in the news, and I never watch the news, and today I just happened to have on, it was like, I thought it was, I never watched the news, so I didn't know what it was. Um, I hadn't seen the show before, and so I'm thinking it's like CNN or something, and it's some other station that I had never heard of, and... They're reporting even about how the Department of Justice, even today, on on the day ruled by the messenger, Mercury, who just entered the retrograde zone um, uh, yesterday, I do believe, um, 
had a message regarding, you know, findings of an investigation of the Baltimore Police Department for the last 14 months. And the findings conclusively, you know, uh, the truth prevailed. I'll put it like that. In this instance, the truth prevailed. And that definitely is a message for all of us right now um, to kind of help navigate through this um, heavy Saturnian energy. Like Saturn is not joking. It's not playing. It's not anything to fear. That is a low manifestation of this energy, to be fearful, to be pessimistic, to, you know, think the worst. Um, But Saturn just keeps it real. It trims the fat. So there's no fluff. There's no muss. There's no fuss. It just is. That's why Saturn rules reality. That's why Saturn rules structure. And so, um, I, I'm, I'm, I just like the squares and the oppositions. I tell y'all, you know, I'm, I have learned in my observation and experience over this time uh, to appreciate the squares, appreciate the oppositions, and definitely um, this Saturnian energy, this karmic energy, is is really beautiful. It can, once again, it can be oppressive um, if you haven't been handling your business, but if you have. Then there are this. This is uh, you. You'll be happy to see this energy coming after all the dust settles. I even saw a story about a dust storm. Um, I believe it was in Arizona, and then there's like a really bad flooding in another part of the country. This is karma time. This is time to get serious. This is time to, to, to really even to mentally pare down. A lot of people are even getting haircuts, you know, tr- trimming the excess, trimming what is not necessary, um, cutting a, cutting it away. Um, it, it's, it's just interesting to watch it all play out in my own experience and in the experience of those around me on a local scale and a global scale. So, um, my encouragement to everybody is just to 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 live as much of and as close to the truth as you can and don't live a lot of extra don't live a lot of excessiveness excessively um even with this saturn squaring neptune right now uh i know a lot of us are learning the lessons of how to manifest Neptune on a higher level because you're going to find out real quick getting into, I've told you, I told you all about the lower manifestations of Neptune, like, um, you know, being intoxicated and um, being deceptive, um, lying to your own self is, 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 I think it's such, I think, I know that Neptune also rules confinement and, and mental institutions and, and, and things of that nature for that very reason is because you, you really can blur the lines of reality to a detrimental degree when you um, vibrate so low as to even lie to yourself and to live a lie. And so at a time like this when Saturn is squaring that very Neptune and is stationing at that (laughs) in Sagittarius, uh, coming ever closer to a conjunction with Mars after it's already stationed um, direct 
I mean, there's just so much going on, you guys. So I'm just taking it slow today. Um, if you um, have a comment, question, um, you can just press 1 on the line. If you are um, listening online, you can call in 818 3690368 and y'all help me spread the word i have i i i haven't been um advertising for the show in my usual capacity on any kind of personal um social media pages or anything like that cuz i shut them basically shut them all down uh because i just felt it necessary to trim that kind of activity in my own life and, and, and get down to the bare essentials of what was necessary to stay in contact with my mama's babies and my my valued, highly valued listeners. Shout out to the listeners with the Astro Love Gifts. Um, the emails are being, the Astro Love Gifts emails are being received and, and so, so very much appreciated. Um, there, y'all know, my ruling planet just entered its retrograde zone, and I get this about three good four times a year with Mercury retrograde, but um, I just refuse to shut down. I mean, I've seen other um, astrologers and and especially kind of, you know, do do that and shut down, like, literally, it's Mercury retrograde, I'll holler at you when Mercury get out the zone, you know, and I just can't bring myself to do that. So I am still um, accessible and available. Um, it just, if y'all will just keep that in mind and bear with me, there may be, um, you know, necessary delays or necessary um, uh you know, a uh, downtime, you know, from week to week. But I'm I'm staying on top of everything. I have one email to reply to right now and one phone call to make. So um, for those two, you should know who you are because I just haven't gotten back to you just yet. But it, within 24 hours from now, I will have done that. And I'm just thankful for you guys. The love is so real <laughs> and so felt. Um to the degree that I have been responsible with you guys and and responsible to you and and serious about being here um, to serve, being here to uh, help facilitate, you know, your evolution in this day and time, utilizing astrology as a gift and the tool that it is. It's been my it's my divine pleasure, and so that's why I come back every week. I love y'all. <laughs> so let's keep rolling. Um, whew, right now, y'all. Um, first quarter moon. I talked about it last week, so definitely feel free to go back and listen if you haven't. Um, but yeah, as of two twenty one p.m. Central, I believe. Uh, we are turning. We 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 we've energetically are are energetically turning a corner right now. Uh, the moon's in Scorpio. It's intense. It's deep. There are power plays all afoot, <laughs> and I mean it's it penetratingly so, intensely so, um, obsessively so, and it really it really 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 is amazing to watch it all play out and so i hope <laughs> that all of my mama's babies all of my listeners are um on the highest end of the these energies that are moving through right now as possible 
Um, we got the first quarter moon in Scorpio going on right now. We're we're making adjustments, any necessary adjustments. We're taking any necessary, any necessary actions. We aren't sitting around waiting on anything. We are making decisions. Okay, we are uh, doing what is necessary, and we're being we're 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 doing it with an awareness of our power. I think the fact that this first quarter moon is happening in Scorpio at right as Mercury enters the zone and as it enters the zone, trines Pluto powerfully, Pluto, the very Pluto that rules Scorpio that the moon is in. I, I think it's just screaming, like, manage your power wisely. That's why Mercury doesn't enter the zone on everybody. So we can start to take account of this area that we're going to have to pass back through. Watch your words, okay? Watch how you communicate your power. You know you're powerful. And the pe- I promise you the people you're dealing with know you are powerful. You do not have to throw that power around right now. It's not even wise to do. It's a highly sensitive and karmic time. So be very aware of how, just how you wield that power, and know that you're gonna to have to see it again. Whatever you dish out, you're gonna see it again. You're gonna see. You're gonna to have to deal with the consequences of it. Okay. So that's going on. is is really powerful and significant. Um, anything that's coming up to the surface right now to be dealt with, deal with it head on. A corner want to get turned. Okay. So don't miss the opportunity stubbornly, you know, I know Scorpio is a fixed energy and and it can it can yield itself as a stubborn energy, but it can also just be determination. If you want it manifest it, manifest it on the level of determination and be determined to turn a corner. Be determined to make a change. Be determined to to to, to make a firm decision that you will be happy to deal with the consequences of, or at least to, at the bare, very minimum, satisfied, you will accept it if if that be necessary. Because everything going on with Saturn right now, it, it's the very opposite of fun and games, and I know it's Leo season still. <laughs> it's a lot of energy in Virgo, though, right now already. So Jupiter's in Virgo, Mercury's in Virgo, Venus is in Virgo. So there is definitely this Earth energy that's already very much so felt and palpable. The sun technically still is in Leo, though, and so I know that, you know, there's still fun to be had. There's still enjoyment to be had. I mean, the energy is still there. Um, uh, Yeah, it's the only thing in Leo right now, the sun. Um, and 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 the sun is of course part of this eclipse, uh, this full moon eclipse, sun opposite moon. So it can't be forsaken or diminished, but it is what it is. More so than it's time to play right now, it's time to get down to the nitty gritty. So saith Mercury and Virgo. That's about to retrograde through this exact area. So say is um, Jupiter in Virgo that is has gone direct and, and as of uh, at the beginning of this week, left the retrograde zone, is back in full capacity, about to ingress into Libra in just a minute. 
and um, still wants to bless us. Jupiter is still the planet of abundance and luck and expansion and optimism and growth and blessings. So, I mean, it it be inching further and further towards these critical degrees of Virgo, of this area of space that, that, that is ruled um, that is uh, designated earth energy and real grounded and practical energy um, and Venus being in there too, bringing the ease and the comfort to this area of space like it, and North Node is still there. So it's, it's really energetically a good time to get down to business. So all this Saturn energy says so, and then this stellium in Virgo right now, the only stellium going on right now is in Virgo, in, in this fellow Earth sign to um, Saturn rule Capricorn. And so there is a blessing for those who are engaging such an, such activities, not just because lucky Jupiter is there but and Venus, but and, but it's because, yeah, it's all of that together, okay, working in concert. Um, let's see. Let me just get on with, I was just going to mention a couple of things about what's left in this week. So bear with me just a second. Mercury, Tron, Pluto, my goodness, like I said, please use all this mental power that you have access to for something constructive, something to benefit you and those around you. Like if you are literally using your mental powers right now, to like manipulate and coerce and I mean it's fine. Do what thou wilt. Do your thing. But do understand the sensitive karmic times we are living in and when when what you put out comes back to you, all you can really do is learn that lesson. That's the other thing Saturn comes to do. Not just be it's it Saturn is the karma so we can learn the lesson. One way or the other. That's why, you know, for any of my listeners who are young, under the age of 30, I wouldn't even recommend you seriously consider getting married until you pass your first Saturn return. At least Saturn talks about maturity and growing up. And sometimes it takes people even longer than 30 years to, to start really coming to terms with the reality of their existence here. So, um, you know, you can't make anybody by your mental powers, no matter how good they are. You can influence them. You can profoundly influence them, especially at a time like this. By all means, influence them for something higher than your own selfish desires. Influence them towards something uh, evolutionary to their soul and their existence and not just temporary and for uh, um, temporary carnal pleasures, not in a religious sense, just in the sense of what will temporarily satisfy versus something of spiritual weight and eternal significance, okay? And so, yeah, this is definitely a time where even people that you meet around a time like this, single or otherwise, they definitely have um, 
karmic influence. They definitely have a karmic place in your life if they're coming in or out at a time like this. Pluto does uh, rule Scorpio, and Scorpio is this energy about releasing and letting go, mostly of like possessions and things, but uh, the overall energy is there too for that. Um, Yeah, you could easily become really obsessive at a time like this, and I just encourage you to put that to some really good use. If there's something you could put that towards researching and discovering, then, yes, great. That's what you're having, you know, this influx of um, powerful mental energy for. Maybe um, because um, Scorpio and Pluto rules psychology and psychological issues, that this would be a good time to consult with a psychologist, um, get a psychic reading or even a past life reading, okay? And um, and even like psychological self-analysis, um, even studying astrology. Astrology could, can represent mysterious things, occult the things that are all governed by Scorpio and Pluto. So it's an, a divine opportunity to take advantage of that kind of deep investigative research on yourself. I'm always um, pushing that with you guys because it's so vitally important to know thyself, period. But to have a divine opportunity to, to take a look at yourself from, through the lens of astrology is really just, it, it's been a joy to my life. And I have enjoyed so, so much sharing that with you guys. Um, finally, got the website updated from uh, uh, the June Inner Wisdom Specials, which I'm finally wrapping up. Um, and we've got the August Eclipse Wisdom Specials. You can find the link for that below in the episode um, information for this show, today's show. And you, there's also a link for the Astro Love Gifts. Thank you so, so very much. And um, as well as the one-click email access to me. Thank you guys for just sh- shouting me out, sending me love. I just appreciate it. I, I love reading your um, emails. I love replying to y'all within a week's time. <laughs> just give you a little bit. And um, I love talking to you guys. So, Without further ado, let me make sure there's nothing else. Y'all definitely go back and listen to last week's show, um, this very Mercury Tron Pluto um, that I had been describing that goes exact this evening, 7.25 p.m. Central, I do believe. Uh, like all the earth signs and all the water signs, I have I had um, horoscopes for Thursday afternoon. No, no, no. Thursday early rising, the moon goes void, 1.22 a.m., and it goes void for about half the day Thursday, okay? So um, Thursday when you rise up, um, hopefully you don't have an interview Thursday, um, but definitely by Thursday afternoon, 1.24 p.m., when the moon enters Sag, it should really switch the energy for us. Um, Scorpio can be just really deep and a lot to handle intense, you know, and um, I think a lot of us will be delighted to get some of that good um, rest there um, overnight Wednesday, um, tonight, into tomorrow rising, and then um, by tomorrow afternoon really be ready to put on a more adventurous 
um, attitude, you know, just being emotionally satisfied when the moon's in Sag to enjoy yourself, to be adventurous and passionate and be outdoors and, you know, to laugh. And it, it, it definitely should lighten the mood tomorrow afternoon, okay? And then Saturday, Saturday, Saturn stations on Saturn day <laughs> at 4.47 a.m. Eastern, that's 3.47 a.m. Central. And I gave you guys your horoscopes for that last week. Check it out so you'll know for each sign, be it your sun, your moon, or your rising, um, what area of life is going to most likely be impacted um, and is most likely being impacted um, at this time. And since it's happening on the heels of an eclipse, you 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 can rest assured we'll be dealing with the ramifications of, of this very sensitive time that we're making decisions and taking actions in for some time to come. Um, I know that since right now we are wrapping up, since we got an eclipse season coming, that means we're wrapping up from six months ago, okay? And we're ushering in a new cycle. Excuse me, a new eclipse cycle, okay? And so I, whether you feel like you're ending some things right now or that you're on the cusp of some new breakthrough energy, you are right, okay? And so... Um, We got at the end of the week, um, right after Saturn stations, um, it's it squares Venus. Okay, right at station, it squares Venus, and so um, it definitely can be stress or negativity uh, or negative feelings. Um, as it relates to social relationships or relationships really of any kind. And so a lot of it is fear-based, y'all. When Saturn rears its low vibrational head, it's fearful and, and it's critical and it's really negative and pessimistic, and, and that can definitely add stress to intimate relationships, okay? So just be mindful of that. You know, it's a really good time to manifest um, in in your relationship. Saturn on a very high vibration. Saturn on a high vibration will relate in, in regards to relationships can be a very lasting and enduring influence. Okay, so to the degree that you can add any structure, any stability, any tradition, maybe you start a new tradition in your relationship that Saturn governs, okay, or, or there's some area of responsibility that you want to take or, or you know, responsibility for within your relationships and kind of set a new tone, um, or even if it comes down to it, y'all, just some some time, time, some me time. This may be the weekend for some me time. Not even girl time, girls time, or guys hanging with the fellas. Just some me time, enjoying the beauty of life, the beauty of nature, the beauty of just being and and doing something that you enjoy. So, whatever it takes 
to to allow that Venus ease and comfort and diplomacy and harmony to persist and exist. Allow that this weekend. Um, I was listening to some more Deepak Chopra today, and I just love when he talks about surrender, another Neptunian influence. And so um, whatever, however this karmic flow is taking you, um, go with that. Don't fight it. I've been having some very persistent messages even in my dreams here lately, and so so it, it makes it, very clear. <laughs> I love how Saturn trims the fact. You, if you're confused about which direction to go in your life right now, I would encourage you to be more responsible um, with your Neptune, okay, and just go with the flow. Because the only reason you're confused is because you're trying to you're you don't want to turn a corner right now. It's time to turn a corner. We just had a new moon in Leo, and we coming up on full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius time. Aquarius is the energy of breakthrough and something new, and 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 freedom and liberation. Okay, insight. Flashes of insight, awareness, clarity, okay? And so um, there's there's no excuse to be confused right now. If you're confused, let it be a red flag. Let it be a warning signal, a warning sign that you, you've got to discipline that mind and you've got to go with the flow, okay? All right. And so then we got that, the Venus-Saturn square, which is mostly impacting um, all my mutables, okay? Those um, horoscopes should be in last week's show as well for Sagittarius, Gemini, Pisces, and Virgo. Uh, Yes, should be Deacon 2. And then Saturday afternoon, 1.37 p.m., the uh, moon goes void, okay? And so that's how we end out the week. We start our week ahead to um, Sunday the 14th with the moon already being in Capricorn, okay? If you are in the central time zone, it would have entered Capricorn at 11 p.m. Saturday. Um, for uh, Eastern, it entered Capricorn there um, Sunday to start out the week ahead at 12.11 a.m. So, like I said, we're starting to start out a week, (laughs) like our week ahead, with the energy of Saturn, with the moon being in Capricorn. It's just further reiterating. Uh, You know, we ended the, the week with the moon void. So Saturday from that af- from Saturday afternoon on, okay? Then for the rest of Saturday, you know, you may need some downtime. Like I said, this may be a good week this weekend, not in our week ahead, but the weekend we're coming up to now. Um just for some rest, some relaxation, some alone time, some getting. Maybe you do want to take this weekend to tidy up some make some final cuts, 
trim some of that last little bit of fat, you know, that's necessary. So you can enjoy after Saturn station direct and back in its full strength and power of, you know, taking care of business and handling responsibilities and, and being responsible with ourselves and others. So don't don't stress out this weekend. Don't stress anybody else out, please. <laughs> Use any excess energy. Pluto is the higher octave of Mars, after all. So use any excess energy to be creative, to to create the the future and the reality that you want for yourself, not the one you don't want, because the mental energy is so powerful right now. Please promise, Mama Dada that you will not waste a second, an ounce of mental energy focusing on something you actually don't want. Please, um, if you find yourself thinking of something that you don't want, and you'll know because it'll make you feel, it'll bring about a negative feeling. You'll either start getting anxious or worried or upset or sad. And that let that be a trigger. Let that be a notification, an internal notification system. You have a, a message, and then you check that message, and what is it saying? Oh, I need to, this is a reminder, an internal reminder for me to focus on what I do want. Okay. And so, yeah, that's how we end the week, and and then we start the week ready to keep the business going, okay? Saturn's now direct, moon's in Capricorn, where Saturn rules, and so we're serious. We're we're still taking things seriously as we start out next week. Um, If we do have an influx of emotions about something, we can put it into whatever must get done. We will be emotionally satisfied at the beginning of next week to do it. And so we won't even be, look, a little self-discipline at the beginning of next week, a little patience. Okay, fine. Will I get what I want in the end? (laughs) You know, like we're thinking long-term here. That's why I say one of the higher manifestations of Saturn Capricorn energy, 10th house energy, is that the hard work eventually pays, is that in the long run, I may, you know, I may have to sacrifice something for right now. I may have to trim this fat away right now. I may have to pare down in certain areas for the time being. But, oh, in the long run, oh, you know, as this eclipse season unfolds, because this ain't it. The full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius ain't it. It ain't over. There's a solar eclipse coming after that. It's eclipse season. Wrapping up from six months ago with some cycles and things with people. And we're feeding right into the next one now, okay? And so um, also with the moon being in Capricorn, we're going to be emotionally satisfied to stick with what we know works. 
Now, I know the full moon that's coming up is in Aquarius, so that kind of denotes, you know, being willing to step outside of your comfort zone and, and box and try something new. I'm talking about just the moon phase of, of the Capricorn energy with the moon being in Capricorn at the beginning of next week. Um you can kind of fall back on that energy. I love that Capricorn is the earth energy. It's really stable. It's really, you know, that that's one of the things about tradition is that you can rely on it, okay? It, it's tried. It's true. It's stood the test of time, okay? And so that may satisfy you more at the beginning of next week to kind of be able to have that kind of security. That's why when I talk about the Capricorn energy and say I never, you know, met a broke really earth sign period, but, you know, definitely Capricorn, the very sign of success. Um, And so it's that kind of emotional satisfaction, feeling like you're secure and safe and structured that you could kind of stand on firmly. So... Um, and everything, it's, it, we're going to think more practically and rationally with um, the moon and our sign also, okay? So anything that pertains to taking care of business, be it with yourself or a, or a collaborative effort, um, uh, Capricorn lends itself um, to investments and money, things that um, appreciate over time where there's value added, Um um, speaking with authority, speaking with an authority, all these are things that could um, occur under a Capricorn moon, um, upholding some kind of longstanding tradition, like I said, and then kind of just handling your business in, in any situation, being responsible, okay? This is not really the time to step out of the box. That time is coming, okay? And it is approaching, like you can think in those terms, Um but if you're if you need to call on like an energy to kind of undergird you, then you'll be satisfied to um, delve right into this Capricorn energy next early next week. So we had the Mercury <laughs> opposition Neptune this past week. Oh boy, did we right this week that we're living in right now? Uh, Mercury opposed. Neptune actually Sunday the 7th Sunday afternoon and so here in the week ahead on Sunday the 14th Venus takes its turn opposing Neptune um Mercury is the mind on the very low end uh of course Neptune can be deception but it can just also be confusion and just like just it can be an all over the place energy. It's it's like I said, used to say all the time. You know, it's really hard to pin down, and it's rules net Pisces a water sign, so it can be really emotional. So there definitely may have been uh, this week some confusing communications, or uh, you know, just some communications where there was difficulty in maybe getting your point across, being understood or understanding someone else. And so here in the week ahead, when we have Venus opposing Neptune, um, it just highlights even more so, like I said, with Venus earlier, kind of relationship, social, any kind of relationship, Um, and even finances, okay? Definitely here in the week ahead, 
be mindful of your money, where things are going. When Neptune goes haywire, then it's a, it's a, it's a job for Saturn, some structure, some discipline, some restricting, some maturing, some being serious. Um, so definitely take your relationship seriously for sure in the week ahead. Like be responsible with what you're literally saying to people. <laughs> I mean, I think that was the the main theme of Mercury opposing Neptune earlier in this week, being responsible for what you say, being responsible for how you think, being responsible for the messages that you send out, okay, and being responsible for how you receive messages. I mean, that that's that's huge, you guys. And so I think Saturn is going, since Saturn showed us that this past week, I think it's safe to say that in the week ahead, Saturn wants to come, uh, an opportunity to come to the rescue again. I mean, just Saturn, Saturn, Saturn everywhere. But Saturn just so happens to be this prescription that I write for my mama's babies when Neptune may be rearing its ugly head in a low manifestation or vibration. And so any potential problems that could be um, caused in relationships or finances, I can tell you now, employing Saturn high vibrationally is going to help. You can't, you're not going to be confused and and fall victim to, you know, deceptive predators who want to take advantage of your caring and accepting nature if you are being responsible enough to your own self to take people and things at face value. Don't add none to them. Don't take none away. Don't put take your rose-colored glasses off. I know you, I know you still may want to think that this the world is mostly good. <laughs> um, and I really don't want to get into that whole debate, but... Um, there is a, a harsh reality, you know, the very harsh reality that um, adult, many adults a lot of times try to shield children from for as long as they can. You know, they don't want the child to know what the real world is really like, and they still want them to believe in Santa and, you know, other fairy tale character figures, <laughs> you know, that so Saturn reality is necessary. And when you look at things through realistic lenses instead of rose-colored lenses, you don't have to be afraid someone is going to get you. Be responsible enough and self-disciplined enough. Take You take responsibility for if you get hoodwinked or bamboozled or not. Do your homework. Be responsible to do your own digging for truth. If someone is actually telling you the truth, they don't mind you digging because they don't have anything to hide. So you're going to find out real quick one way or the other if you do take full responsibility for your Neptunian experience at this time, okay? 
it's it's on you if you over idealize someone or decide to put on your rose colored glasses. That's on you. It's on you if you decide to be gullible and just accept anything that anyone says without doing a reality check. You cannot blame anyone. And you can't play the victim. You can't. Oh, it's so much I want to say, y'all. I made a conscious decision because my ruling planet (laughs) has entered the retrograde zone and because Saturn is stationing (laughs) and because we are in eclipse season that I would be as responsible as I can be for what I communicate to you. Um, I did have a communication with someone in the past week that, um, you know, where there was some confusion. There was some confusion uh, that was there. And thankfully, we were able to clear up the confusion in a very peaceable manner, I must say, and it, and even in a loving manner because by the end of the conversation, um, there was this acknowledgement of praise and appreciation on both sides. Um, I just, I definitely just want to take it slow, guys. For sure. I just want to, I did, there's so many times, y'all, that I can just come up with reasons not to do the show. I'm I'm, I'm very, um, for the empaths out there, for the, the spiritual, um, spiritualists out there um, that listen, for sure, you know, we are kindred. Um, I listen to a lot of uh, people on YouTube that are, they're, they're channelers, they are empaths, they're very sensitive, spiritually sensitive people, and I consider myself one as well. Um, so it's just, like I said, a very sensitive time right now, a very karmic time. Um, and fear is just a low vibration and manifestation um, of, of, of a time like this. If you're feeling afraid, if you're feeling paranoid, got to raise that vibration. If you're being responsible, you don't have to be afraid. If you're taking care of your business, you do not have to be afraid. And um, and it's not who cares if people think you're afraid if you take some time to yourself. I just said that may be a saving grace to somebody this weekend. It may be the best thing that could happen to your relationships is if you get by yourself so that you can, I say meditate, believe it or not, I think that that is just um, a necessary practice to stabilize, to balance, to kind of recalibrate, especially when there's so much energetic shifts going on. Because um, on a human level, on a carnal level, you can't keep up with it all. 
I can't get on here every week and tell y'all about everything that's had. It's stuff in my notes I don't even mention. It's just too much. So I try to cut to the, you know, critical point. And so I admonish you guys, let this, you know, you can sense it and hear it over the airwaves now energetically. If you are being prompted to slow down, if you are being prompted to rest and be responsible and disciplined enough to give yourself the tender, loving care that you need and deserve right now, please do it. Let that be some good karma you give and receive on your own self because that's going to be a gift that will keep on giving to you when you take care of you. I should have titled last week's TCB, Taking Care of Businesses, and you, you – you are the best business that you can take care of. Um, so yeah, Venus opposite Neptune in the week ahead. If you if you're a person that's born with Venus opposite Neptune in your natal chart, like Venus Williams, Bob Marley, I say, and astrologer Rick Levine, then you could see a struggle. Um, to achieve what you want most in life, okay? There's this opposition. There's this tug of war, um, especially as it pertains to kind of relationships and romance and harmony and um, and even, you know, the finer things in life, the things that bring ease and comfort, their Venus rules, okay? And they're all achievable. I mean, you know, ask Venus Williams <laughs> if it's achievable. Um, but there's just a lot of work that needs to be done, okay, to overcome um, any disappointment or disillusionment with love and money and romance and relationships, okay? And so shout out to Astrology King, by the way. Um, It's really, especially when I'm talking about the karmic times we're living in now, and I, I know I say that frequently and from time to time, but there are just some times that come by and they're they're just a little more potently karmic than others, you know, where it can be the, the, the karmic potency can be perceived by many and plenty. Um, it's very important, you know, that, that your your balance stays in the black, right? <laughs> or at least it stays balanced to where if you are uh, utilizing a particular service, patronizing a particular website uh, like the Astrology King, that you are, you know, s- submitting a donation to that site. Um, shout out. I appreciate just... You know, it's it's kind of my way of saying I'm so glad you're here, you know, and I hope you stick around. That's why I appreciate the astral love gifts so much because I I receive those astral love gifts as meaning the same thing, and it it energetically does do the same thing. Like I said, I'm able to come back week to week because of y'all's astral love gifts. And shout out to my astrology coach. Um, definitely um, uh, the uh, services tab on the website, myastrologycoach.com, and the learn tab under that. Very vital resource for astrological information in this day and time. So shout out to both of those websites. Could not do it without you. Um, 
the horoscopes I have for the Venus opposite Neptune alignment are for Virgo, Pisces, Gemini, Sagittarius, all of the mutable signs, okay, and as well Capricorn, Taurus, and Scorpio, okay, real quick, y'all. How much time I got left? Okay, we're about at the halfway point. We should be doing good. There's not too terribly much in the week ahead, so we should get through it all. Um, For my Virgos, which is where Venus is right now, obviously Venus being in your sign should just allow uh, for the full expression of your love nature, okay, and your creativity, just all the the comforts of Venus and the ease and the beauty and the art, um, all that should just be emanating through you expression-wise. You should be feeling beautiful, your aura just friendly and attracting beautiful people and things to you, Um, a wonderful time for just giving and receiving receiving love and affection and spending time with loved ones and socializing with friends. Okay, Virgo? This should be going on from about August 12th to the 22nd. This is an ideal time for dating, buying gifts, and making extra cash, Virgo. Now, Virgo, y'all are dealing with the Neptune opposition, okay? Y'all, y'all been dealing with it since May, and, and, and it wraps up this month, okay? But it's still going on. And um, you should definitely be getting insights likely through other people into your true identity, okay? Um, Whatever feedback you're getting from others that you're in relationship with this at this time is to teach you more about yourself, okay? So, so take notes, Virgo, meticulously so. <coughs> All right, Pisces. Um, y'all got Neptune in your deacon and Venus opposite your deacon, just the opposite of Virgo since your energy is opposite Virgo energy. Um, and so Venus opposing your energy is going to increase your desire for love and affection, but you could also see problems arise if you lower your standards. So Pisces, this is not the time to let, you know, let that bar down and just say, eh, anybody will do or anybody's better than nobody. That is not the lick right now, Pisces. Um you really could easily enter into a relationship right now that is really not in your best interest, and you could be inclined to push too hard, okay, um, which can result in that disappointment from the unrequited love and you not getting back what you're putting out or feeling back what you're putting out. And so with Venus, you know, in a challenging aspect, there's always this tendency to kind of overdo or overindulge, so watch out for that too. Watch that money, um, you know, as far as borrowing. I probably wouldn't do that now, Pisces, um, and I wouldn't, you know, basically borrowing against the future. You see what I'm saying? If you don't have it right now to spend, just do something else. Get creative. It's still Venus, so you have access to creative energy. Go for it. It's the perfect balance for that creative energy to have an outlet. And then with Neptune in your deacon, Pisces, um, you can definitely be more spiritual. So there's a certain level of creativity in that as well. Um, Yeah. 
uh, it's a good time to, with Neptune in your beacon to kind of just play around imaginatively and creatively with you, with who you are, with you know how you, you with your appearance and how you come across to others and the impression that you give off. So, um, yeah, it can be confusing and deceptive, but you know, on the highest end, it can be spiritual and it can be really a creative time. Okay. Gemini, you've got the Venus and the Neptune square, okay? I know, I know. (laughs) Um, Same kind of thing, tension, underlying tension in relationships coming to the surface. Um, Watch the kind of giving and receiving thing, too, and balancing that out. Um, Don't hesitate to take the initiative, Gemini, in areas of love and money. Um, I would watch just like with Pisces for overdoing it with money um, and love as well, affection. But, uh, you know, if it's something where you think you'll get a good return on your investment, go for it, Gemini, okay? Don't just you don't, when these transits come up and you're having a square in opposition, you don't you don't have to freeze, but yeah, you can pause. Okay, let me. We're being practical and logical around this time too. It's like you can pause and think about it, and then you can if if it makes sense. If it if it if you think, hmm. I'm I'm probably going to get, it probably won't be unrequited love. Like this person has already, you know, expressed interest or expressed whatever to me, um, but it's either been a while or it's been challenging. It's a Venus square, so it could be challenging or being tested or underlying tension. So in that instance, don't hesitate to break the ice. If your safety um, isn't at stake, and I do mean that, if if it's, not an issue of your safety being at stake, then definitely don't hesitate to um, make the first, make that, uh, take a step towards harmony in your finances and in your relationships, Gemini. And with the Neptune square, Gemini, um, definitely I would fall into that imagination and creativity and spirituality as well. And when I say that, like I said it to Pisces, you know, I I don't necessarily mean take out, you know, paintbrushes and an easel and get the painting. Um, I, you could. Um, but it could just be as simple as um, allowing yourself to imagine and dream and and rest and meditate and pray. I mean, praying can be fun if you're allowing yourself to relax and release and surrender and accept. Those are some of the my favorite prayers when I'm not even asking for anything or when I don't even have an agenda or a motivation or angle. I just want to engage spiritually in a way that allows for that peace and unconditional love to persist, okay? So that's my admonishment to you, Gemini and Pisces, is to indulge that Neptune on its highest levels. So this Neptune um, Neptune, uh, 
Well, really, for all of them, Virgo, Pisces, it's the opposition to Neptune. Virgo's dealing with um, Neptune conjunction for uh, Pisces and the square for Gemini and Sagittarius, okay? So Sagittarius, you, you got the Neptune square too. Sagittarius, you have also got the Venus square. So you and Gemini, y'all pretty much have the exact same message, right? Cancer, um, y'all have the Venus sextile and divine opportunity for love and money, Cancer, and for love and uh, for affection, okay? Um, you're going to be really good in social settings right now, Cancer, so by all means, mingle away. And um, and enjoy if you are in a committed relationship. You know, it this is a time where romance could be reignited. It there's the opportunity is there. Um, yeah, anything socially pleasurable and fun, entertainment, dating, leisure, all favored for you. Okay, Cancer. And you have the Neptune trine, so that ought to be easy and effortless for you to follow a more spiritual path, um, for you to um, receive any kind of healing. You know, everything happens on a spiritual um, plane first. You can ask anybody. Um, who, uh, there's a few people I, I follow um, online that that know this and have this awareness that before you ever see anything show up physically, that it happened, it it was initiated and created on a spiritual level first, okay? And so um, Neptune trining your deacon definitely uh, leaves plenty of easy access for you for healing or really whatever you need or want um, on a spiritual level. Even spiritual connection between you and someone else, Neptune Trine, can be a real blessing for, okay? And if you're single, you could meet a, a soul partner, okay, a soulmate under this Neptune Trine influence. All right, Cancer? Capricorn, y'all have just the opposite, Venus Trine and Neptune sextile, so you um, are probably looking the best you've looked in a while, Capricorn. Uh, you probably, to people around you, look like you have no care or very few cares or worries. And you're probably exuding a really loving attitude, okay, that people are responding to with kindness and affection. And um, you kind of got a calming influence that people admire and really like about you. So you could find yourself being popular around this time, Capricorn. Um, and and just if you're single, it just looks really good on you. So it's a really good time for dating. And if you're in a relationship, just being out and about and spending quality time with your partner. And for you, shopping and money matters should all go well. Okay, Capricorn? The Neptune sextile is a, is still um, an opportunity, a spiritual opportunity, and an opportunity to uh, have a more positive effect on your outlook on life, okay? 
um, feeling more connected spiritually to your friends and family and seeing yourself as part of the all or the collective now more than you normally do. Okay, Capricorn, so good for you. I know y'all, I tend not to think Neptune when I see Saturnian energy like Capricorn, but the Neptune sextile that y'all have going on right now definitely is a time for others surely to see you that way, and Venus trying should be making that flow a little bit smoother, okay? Um, Taurus, y'all have the Venus trine as well. And and the Neptune sextile, so um, Capricorn and Taurus, same thing. And then Scorpio, y'all have the Venus sextile and the Neptune trine, just like Cancer. Okay. So on Monday, um, Monday the fifteenth. 9.45 p.m. Central, the moon goes void for eight hours and seven minutes, all right? So late Monday evening should be some really good rest. If you're looking for something you've lost, it'd be good for that. To-do list, um, <clears throat> taking stock of anything. If you are, for whatever reason, having a late Monday night social, just make sure it's with um, established friends and family. And you should get some really good sleep that night, Monday night, okay? Um, Tuesday rising, 6.52 a.m. Central. The moon enters Aquarius, okay? And so uh, at that point, we already um, have kind of talked about this Aquarius energy. We're going to be calmed down and emotionally satisfied and craving something new. Period. Leading right up into this Aquarius um, full moon, lunar full moon lunar eclipse. Okay, so by Tuesday when you wake up or get to where you're going real good, <clears throat> the, the the whole energy of this full moon lunar eclipse should be right where you are. Okay, emotionally speaking. Um, it's not an overly emotional energy. I can appreciate that um, with all this powerful shifting of energy going on. Um, this energy is a, about the unusual, um, the cutting edge, you know, kind of energy, out-of-the-box energy, um, group awareness, social networking, and social uh media and social issues, all of that is there with um, Aquarius energy. And so um, it's the something new, you know, is the thing, Aquarius rules the future. And so we may get an awareness and be emotionally satisfied to indulge that kind of energy starting Tuesday rising, Okay. Technology and electronics are found in in the this area of space as well, and definitely, you know, just re- the rebellious energy of doing something outside of the box, doing something 
you know, groundbreaking or, you know, um, something that has a breakthrough energy associated with it. Um, and energy, any kind of energy work is going to be favorable under this influence um, <clears throat> just because of all these cycles that we're wrapping up and starting off and going through. Um, you may want to get a Reiki session or a reflexology session or an acupuncture or acupressure section, okay, um, session. And so... <clears throat> Yes, definitely um, anything community or, you know, like on, on a larger scale, any type of event like that, if there was a webinar around this time, you know, something like that, it would be ideal to participate in. Um, mass emails, mass communications are all favored. Um, with Mercury being in the zone, I would highly recommend you to double check before you hit send. Um, set up as a, you know, especially as Mercury is already in the zone, you know, this is the time as a practicing astrologer for many, many Mercury retrograde cycles now, this is when I would start advising, you know, people to go on and take your um, car in for just a checkup or a tune-up. And maybe you'll find something now that doesn't have to pop up on you in a couple of weeks when it's actually in the retro, uh, going retrograde. <clears throat> uh, this is the time to um, set up. I would set up in your email even that when you hit send that it 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 uh, it asks you if you're sure. You know what I mean? Like that. That's a good kind of Mercury retro. Um, buffer to set up for yourself so you don't get caught slipping. Uh, You know, anything electronic, anything mechanical is under Mercury's influence. So check into it, you guys. Check into it. Um, Aquarius is future-oriented, so you'll be emotionally satisfied here Tuesday in the week ahead to think ahead, to to be future-oriented in your thinking. Aquarius is an air sign, and so, you know, it'll be good to think ahead under this energy and do something new. Step outside of the box. Don't wait till something happens. Be ahead of the energy. Excuse me, you guys. Um, then we have Tuesday afternoon, 3.23 p.m. Central, the sun trining Uranus, the sun in Leo at 24 degrees, trining Uranus and Aries at 24 degrees. Um, this is the only time this alignment is going to happen this year. No, 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 I missed that. Uh, it's going to happen again on December the 12th. Okay, and it happened twice last year in August and December as well, August the 12th and December the 8th of 2015. So it's a pretty, um, and not that, it's a not so common aspect or alignment. And so the fact that Muhammad Ali, Lisa Lopez, Louis Armstrong, Angela Davis, Tia Mori Hardrick and Tamara Mori Housley were all born under. You can see what a rare thing that is and how special they are to have this alignment. 
um, when the sun trines Uranus, we get in, our intuition is increased. Okay, we get flashes of insight that tend to lead to self-discovery and revelations. Okay, um, we also get an incre- could see an increase of self-confidence. And that allows us to express the more unique side of our personality that makes us, you know, an individual. And so with this keen perspective and and these skills that are enhanced at a time like this, we can better understand studies of science or the occult like astrology, okay? Uranus rules Aquarius that rules astrology. So the sun trining Uranus would make that make this um, a really good time to perceive information such as that. Uh, you we're likely going to feel like trying something new. So this is helping. Like the moon's in Aquarius here in the week ahead um, as of Tuesday, and then we get this beautiful alignment Tuesday, this pretty rare alignment of the sun trining Uranus. And so... It kind of is just like emphasizing that Aquarius energy with the sun trying Uranus there. And so even more so, stepping outside of our normal routine, um, going on new adventures, creating new inventions, and um, leaving our comfort zone and widening our social circle with some different, you know, people that we normally associate with is all going to be highly beneficial, Okay. <clears throat> It has to be. It's such a, a rare thing, twice a year. Um, so then the some of the people uh, people that are born under this influence, like some of the celebrities that I mentioned, they tend to express, son, the uniqueness of Uranus in an easier way than if it was a square or an opposition or a conjunction necessarily, okay? And these people tend to be very comfortable with being seen as different. Did Muhammad Ali sound like he was worried about what anybody thought about him? What about Lisa Lefty Lopez? Do you think she cared? Maybe Angela Davis cared what people thought, right? And so these people are very comfortable with being seen as different. Their self-esteem is actually enhanced, by uh, by this heightened self-awareness of being different, you know, it's kind of like it turns them on or it makes them even bigger or better to appreciate their own differences. <clears throat> so for my Leos, Aquariuses, Libra, Geminis, and Sages, I've got a quick word for you, okay? So for my Leos, um, since the sun is there, in your um, sign, <clears throat> continued happy birthdays, uh, happy soul returns, happy Earth Days to all of my Leo mama's babies. I love, love, love all my Leos. <laughs> I mean, and I got folks with solar returns all the way up until it's Virgo season, like littered all throughout Leo season. I love it, love it, love it. I was loving this energy as we enter Leo season, but I'm just still loving it. Like I say, it may be the only uh, energy in Leo right now, but I love it, okay? So shout out. Um, You're expressing your identity easily, should be, and feel like you can be yourself right now, Leo. That's awesome. Um, And even more so, like this, this 
energy of sunshine Uranus would be in your solar return chart. So, like, for your next year ahead, Leo, you know, you really have an opportunity to shine for everything that makes you uniquely you. So please, by all means, let your freak flag fly. Uh, You know, block out a hater if you need to in order to not really give any... about what people are saying because it's 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 about you right now, okay? You're very ruler, the sun, trining your in this now and and coloring your year ahead, okay? You got access to fresh starts in such a powerful way, um, Leo, okay? And focusing on yourself at this time, Leo, could really benefit you, okay? Uh, focusing on yourself and your goals. With Uranus trining your deacon, um, your sign, Leo, um, any changes at this sign uh, shouldn't be big disruptions, shouldn't really be stressful. You should really be able to adapt fairly quickly and easily um, to any new insights, flashes of awareness, or changes, okay, sudden um or anything sudden or unexpected. Aquarius, you have sun opposite your sign, okay? And so it could be a difficult time for you, Aquarius, um, as far as your ego potentially getting in the way of you achieving what you want. You could be feeling like you're banging your head against the wall because other people just aren't making things easy for you. You could be feeling opposed, okay, like you're in a tug of war. I promise you there's an opportunity there for the perfect balance if you can just see it and and modify your perspective and change your attitude so you can see it. It is there. It exists right now, okay, Aquarius? Um, You've got also Uranus sextile, okay, Aquarius, and so you not necessarily like the trine, but sort of like the trine. There is this opportunity for whatever changes you are in the midst of or, or experiencing right now, Aquarius, that you too can can just make an adjustment and, and adapt to it without it being just such this big thing. Um, but it's going to take your awareness of what kind of attitude and perspective you're dealing with it from to know if you are in a position to see clearly just how you can uh, take advantage of that opportunity, okay? Just be open, Aquarius, which shouldn't be too hard for your energy to do, but just try to stay flexible. And, well, that may be a little difficult since you're a fixed sign, but... um, that open-mindedness, I know y'all got access to that. So that will draw on that right now, and it it should help. Libra, you've got the sun sextile, okay? So power of personal expression should really be helping you achieve your goals and promote yourself right now. Um, you should really be feeling confident and enthusiastic. It's a really great time to make progress in um, with the things in life that mean a lot to you, okay? And then with the Uranus opposition, yeah, changes, uh, you know, the changes that are happening to you, they, it may feel like your head is spinning, <laughs> but I promise you too can 
find a way to adapt um, and, and, and get on top of that energy so you don't have to just be feeling on age so much, okay, um, Libra? For Gemini, y'all have the sun sextile too, okay? So you should be feeling pretty good, Gemini. And you should be feeling like you're making some sort of progress towards your goals. Um, but y'all have the year in this sextile, so, you know, um, meeting new and unusual people, gaining more freedom, uh, liberating changes. It should be more of a theme for you, Gemini. Changes that are making you feel more liberated, feel freer, feel, you know, like you can really break through whatever may changes may have been needing to be made. And now with this year in this sextile, you have a divine opportunity to break through into a whole new paradigm. Okay, Gemini? Sagittarius. Can't really get no better, Sag, than having sun trine and Uranus trine. Hello, it's your time to shine, Sagittarius, with the sun trining, okay? I know you I know you think it's Leo. I know you think it's Sag season. <laughs> Even though the sun is in Leo and you feeling yourself too, Sag. Um, <clears throat> Sagittarius, know that nobody can stand in your way right now. I don't care what you're going through. And... Um, and that people are going to be favoring you, continuing at least through the 23rd of August, continuing to be favoring you and giving you the very least amount of resistance, okay? So career advancement is favored, and your plans and goals should work out well and, and more easily be achieved, okay, because of um, the inner feeling of calm and balance that's bringing a lot of harmony to your relationships. You've got the Uranus trine as well. So um, like Leo, um, y'all should be able to make any necessary changes and really just feel freer, feel less inhibited and more comfortable uh, because the uncomfortability that Uranus can sometimes bring it's working in your favor, Sag. That's why it's so cool. That's why you not even trip. You 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 and Leo not even tripping on no changes right now. Like, come on, bring it, cause we ready. <laughs> Stimulating changes, exciting changes. Um, that that with the sun trying to should really be allowing you uh, to express yourself in the best and highest ways. All right, Sag. <clears throat> Uh, Wednesday, this time next week, 9.17 p.m. Central, Venus trines Pluto, okay? Uh, we had everything Venus does. Mercury already did it. So, yeah, the the same Mercury-Pluto trine that's going on today will be going on a week from now with Venus, Okay. So then that just that that just beautifully adds that same Pluto intensity that we have um connected to our communications and messages and our movement right now, powerful movement going on. Um, it'll be connected to our love and our money and our social situations this time next week, okay? 
So, but it, it's a trine, so it should it should bring joy and satisfaction, right? We should feel more deeply about our loved ones and our partners, okay? And it will be a good time for intimate relations um, be, because of our increased desire for love and affection, and it's a trine, so it should be requited instead of unrequited, right? And... It's it's a it's strong, you know. Pluto is the higher octave of Mars, so where Mars is sexuality, you know, Pluto is intense sexuality, right? It, it's sexuality with this karmic association to it, um, and we could easily find new romance uh, um, at this at a time like Venus trining Pluto. If you do. Uh, a re- know that a relationship begun under the influence of Venus trine Pluto would be a very intense one, okay? And, and Pluto's not all fun and games because it is it can go deep and it, it rules psychology. So um, it could involve uh, um, something taboo or complicated, you know? <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, it's also a fatal attraction energy easily with the trine, so watch out for that. Um, obsessions and fasc- fascinations, okay? Um, you can have a strong attraction, a plutonium, an intense attraction uh, to something, you know, a possession or something you want to acquire or buy, like some luxury item, okay? Something, you know, fashionable or jewelry or even something. Intense like a tattoo or something, okay? Decorating yourself, decorating your home, your office. Um, If you want to, you can definitely take that Pluto energy and do some researching and investigating. Um, It would be a good time to consult with a um, finance professional and... And, and, yeah, look into investments, okay? Um, Pluto it is talking about that wealth. So that is highly possible. If you are in business, you could turn a really big profit right now. Um, and the motivation would be pure to bring joy and comfort to yourself and, mostly importantly, to your loved ones, okay? Um, if you were actually born under Venus trine Pluto, like Jimi Hendrix was, and Donna Summer, and Michael Jordan, Shamar Moore, and Venus Williams, then you would be a person of great depth and intensity when it comes to your feelings and anything that you're passionate about, okay? Um, it, it can be a very fortunate aspect, you know, powerfully so with um, Pluto trining Venus, um, but it can show up in, like I said, you know, a real taboo or dark way also. Um, <clears throat> you could really fall deeply in love being born under this influence, and you can take relationships very seriously, Okay. And then I've got some horoscopes for my Virgos, Capricorns, Tauruses, all my Earth signs, and my Scorpios and Cancers. Now, y'all already know, Virgo, that Venus is in your sign. I already described that. Add to that Pluto trining your sign right now, okay? You've got access to some really 
wonderful, powerful personal um, influence, okay? Um, Boost to your ego and confidence levels means that you can really make some big advances in any area of your life that you need to transform or even rebirth, okay? Um, So people should be really drawn to your strong presence around this time and um, really this whole year that Pluto's trining your deacon Virgo. And, yeah, people should really, they probably will want to hook up with you because you just seem in control, on a roll in control like Janet, damn it. (laughs) So um, good for you, Virgo. It really looks all good. yeah. Capricorn, I've mentioned to you already that Venus is Venus is trining your deacon, um, being in Virgo, fellow Earth sign. And Pluto is in your deacon, okay? So Pluto being in your deacon uh can, you know, be really palpably felt and it's in your deacon all year. So, I mean, you know, major life changes being experienced um, that has lasting change uh, in your, to your life direction. Um, Pluto wants to evolve you. It wants to transform you. It wants to take you from a caterpillar to a butterfly Capricorn. So um, it doesn't have to the degree that you're not, that you're resisting change, you may be having issues around this time. <clears throat> But if you're going with the flow and willing to, uh, you know, deal with loss and separation, if they are indeed standing in the way of you being true to yourself, then that's what you got to do, Capricorn. You can do it. You may not like it, but you can do it, all right? Taurus, y'all got the Venus trine. You know that. I've discussed it with you already. And then you got the Pluto trine, get it? You got the Pluto trine just like um just like Virgo, okay? So y'all got this. Y'all got access to that good charisma, the strong presence. Um and and you can really take full advantage of it, you know? Especially when these powerful people want to hook up with you, especially if you have the good of all involved in mind, okay? Scorpio, you know you got the Venus sextile going on. You also have the Pluto sextile, okay? Your soul growth and evolution is being fully supported. Um, New opportunities are on the increase. And you can really change your life for the better as well, Scorpio, okay? Forces are acting behind the scenes to help you. It may not look like help is there, Scorpio, but it is. Have faith. Um, You could end up getting assistance from bosses or other important people in your life, authority figures, mentors, corporations, or government agencies, okay, Scorpio? So. You know, it may not look like anything's happening, but it's some shifting and changing going on. And here in the week ahead at this particular alignment, you can see it. You do have the Venus sextile after all, Scorpio. So keep your head up, keep vibing high, and be on the lookout for some life-changing, reforming energy to blow through. 
Cancer. Y'all got the Venus sextile just like your sister sign Scorpio, but y'all got the Pluto opposition, okay, this whole year. And it's increasing your need to take control over your life, Cancer, and the lives of the people around you. You may find yourself acting out of character, becoming almost ruthless in trying to achieve your personal goals. But it is through confrontation and power struggles that this soul evolution is going to be taking place for you. So you are actually learning, Cancer, how to wield your own power. Okay, be be responsible. Let, let Pluto and Capricorn opposite your sign be a lesson that you for you to be responsible um, in wielding your power, especially with others. All right. Okay, and then Thursday, early rising, 427 a.m. Central, the sun opposes the moon at the full moon lunar eclipse. And the moon goes void for seven hours and seven minutes, okay? So whenever this happens, I always just kind of recommend that you get in on the energy early since the very lunation of the full moon lunar eclipse is sending the moon into into void status for seven hours. Tuesday, when the moon enters Aquarius, If you're going to do full moon rituals, things of that nature, I love it. I love how um, the moon cycle is kind of wrapping up too, and so you're ending things out that way. You're ending things out eclipse-wise, and and you're really preparing yourself uh, ahead of time. So Tuesday, 6.52 a.m. Central, when the moon enters Aquarius, go ahead and start seeing, especially with the sun trying and Uranus at that time as well. I would go ahead and just get in on it early. It's still, um, the energy of the full moon is still waxing. It's strong. It's about as strong as it's going to get until it goes exact. The 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 the, the gag is <laughs> that... Um, that the lunation sends the moon into void status, okay? So, yes, I still say, you know, you're finishing up stuff at that point, even though that's the time of the full moon, right? Um, You're taking stock. You're making to-do lists. If any of your full moon rituals involve any of this stuff, then it's perfect, okay? Um, You could be making a list at this time. This uh, This could set off for you. Uh, your full moon rituals if you're writing down, you know, things that you're releasing or letting go. I think that's an awesome, wonderful idea. And and getting rid of anything last minute, any last minute things you want to get rid of, release, or let go of, okay? I think it's perfect. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I still kind of, <laughs> I still kind of say do it um, outside of this void moon time because you, if you actually do kind of want something to come of it, but then, and I just say that for for safekeeping, because once again, um, uh, that void moon is still for me talking about things that aren't really gonna have anything come of it. And if you do want something to come of your full moon ritual, like I said, get kind of started on it between Tuesday early rising um, through next Wednesday evening because by the time you rise up on Thursday, that moon is going to be void. 
That is the aspect of the full moon, lunar eclipse, and Aquarius. Um, it's a very, like I said, breakthrough energy, something new, um, new discoveries, um, bright future. Um, and then tying up loose ends, like I said, it, it's signaling the full moon in Aquarius obviously is the culmination point of six months prior. We had a new moon in Aquarius around the time of the last eclipse season, okay? So we're rounding that out. Um, and we're rounding out um, on the short term the Leo new moon of August the 2nd, okay? So those efforts should be culminating and and being balanced and kind of coming to fruition at this time, okay? Harvest time. And, yeah, with with the eclipse season kind of cycling through, it's like on the larger scale. Here, it's kind of here where you get to see what I'm talking, when I say, uh, you know, well, six months from now at the full moon that complement like the Leo new moon we just had August 2nd. Well, six months from then, we're going to have a Leo full moon, right? And so at eclipse times, where eclipses happen about every six months, you're better, I think, able to observe and see how these cycles feed into each other. What was going on with you six months ago that is culminating, okay, now? that a harvest is being reaped now on, okay? That completion is coming to now um, or fine-tunement. Maybe it's not wrapping up or ending for you, but it is begging for fine-tuning and any necessary adjustments now that here six months later you can fully see 180 degrees away, um, you know, another, a clearer perspective. So we do have that sunshine Uranus influence that I've already discussed with you guys that is coloring this full moon eclipse. And so be on the lookout for surprising events and exciting changes and stimulating experiences, okay, definitely. Um, if there is in if there are any imbalances or uh, polarities in relationships, okay, um, they can be reconciled at this time through Uranian energy of higher awareness, experimentation, or originality. This is not necessarily the time if you're having issues in your relationships to. It may take something outside of the context of your typical textbook, well, this is what you're supposed to do to remedy or reconcile any issues, okay? So once again, like I've already admonished um, quite a few other signs, stay open-minded this full moon, okay? Don't, I know Aquarius is a fixed sign, and you want to fix something in your head about how you see this all turning out or coming together or culminating or harvesting for you, but keep your mind open to the possibility that the universe wants to show you something new, that the universe wants to show you a breakthrough energy that you didn't necessarily see coming, okay? And so um, 
following your intuition, um, flashes of insight and the, the self-discovery and the revelations that they lead to um, are going to be beneficial as well. Um, and then, like, anything stale, you know, with Aquarius energy, this strong Uranus energy at the time of the full moon, anything, like I said, some people are waiting <laughs> on a Uranus Aquarius energy to come by. They're not scared or mad about some sudden reversals or changes or something coming in lightning fast. Because if you've been down on your luck, so to speak, or if you've been waiting on a miracle, so to speak, then this kind of energy is just what you've been waiting for, okay? So any kind of relationships that have grown stale and unexciting, guess what? Uranus and Aquarius energy is that exciting breakthrough energy coming for you, okay? And that can rejuvenate or, or you know, refresh, reignite some sparks in a relationship, or it could allow for greater individual freedom. Maybe you need in a relationship to give each other a a night out with friends or or whatnot just to, I promise you, you, you go out for a night without your partner and you'll start to miss them. And that could be a rejuvenating kind of refreshing energy. So once again, stay open to trying different things, to stepping out of your comfort zone, and to allowing others their freedom and their space. That's fear that doesn't want that that when you're afraid to give somebody their space that they'll enjoy staying away from you so much that they won't, won't want to come back or that they'll, you know, just not return, you have to allow for that. You have to believe in yourself enough um, to allow that to happen and, and, and take advantage of the time for yourself too. The refreshing and the resetting of your mind when you get some time alone, some time away. You know, Aquarius is kind of a, a detached energy, not that it's not connected to humanity and, and, and networking and groups and friends and associations, but that it can it can appreciate going off on its own. You know, Aquarius is a mental energy, an air sign. Aquarius might be somewhere in a lab, somewhere experimenting or inventing something. That's Aquarius energy right there. So if you see this kind of behavior or energy manifest in yourself and in others around you, hey, embrace it. Um, Yeah. So you can get lost in your own world in this energy as well. Like I said, in a book, in in an experiment, in just future-oriented thoughts, thinking about the future. And so thinking about the next six months, thinking about this, the the eclipse season we're ending, but then the one we're starting that's going to culminate six months from now. So, you know, let, give people enough space to to transform and to break through themselves. Don't block. Don't stand. I know Aquarius is co-ruled by Saturn. I know. <laughs> but 
don't don't be the delay. Don't be the a, a blockage to somebody else. Don't be the restriction to somebody else. I know it's difficult. It can be difficult, but know that it's rooted in fear when you even do that. You so scared somebody gonna not come back. You don't want them to go to the grocery store without you. Not not here. Not this coming eclipse season because um, this lunar eclipse, full moon lunar eclipse here in Aquarius is about freedom, baby. And you're gonna be the only one mad if you try to restrict someone. Get out of your comfort zone and try engaging in some different ways to yield some higher results. All right. Let's see, what else about this full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius next Thursday, early rising, okay? Ooh, Mercury is conjuncting Jupiter in the lunar eclipse chart, okay? So that's definitely some good news, y'all. A good, happy frame of mind, optimism. That's a mer- uh, Mercury is the mind uh, conjunct Jupiter, so it's like expanding the mind, uh, positivity and optimism to the mind. You know, broadening the mind, um, generous and sociable with your Mercury, with your messages and contact. Watch that once again. Mercury is already in the zone and will be ever closer to its retrograde point by the time this lunar eclipse comes. So watch it, uh, especially with Jupiter expanding all those thoughts and communications um, as it's already in the retrograde zone and can be getting a little tricky. Um, don't get ahead of yourself. Jupiter ain't never said it. Jupiter say more, <laughs> more, further, <laughs> higher. So, um, you know, if you if you don't want to restrict the Jupiter energy, you want to go with the flow of expansion and of growth, then definitely indulge your Mercury, your mind, into potentially a new course of study. If you need to take an exam, it'll be a wonderful time to do so. And any type of travel, okay? You don't have to be restricted in that. You can go on a journey or a vacation. Um, You can book it at least or get started um, planning it under this influence as well. Uh, Mercury also denotes a certain level of commerce getting done. Definitely will be a wonderful time money-wise if you've got any business to handle, transactions, all that's going to be Mercury rule contracts. Mercury is in the zone. If you are signing something, please have a professional look over it at this time um, or delay it if you can. It's not so close, but I don't, you know, I'm Mercury rule, so I don't play around. <laughs> I would definitely have a professional or legal uh, professional look over any kind of legal document. Um, what else, what else, what else? And definitely socializing. If Jupiter is going to expand Mercury, I just say watch it. At least socialize. You know, I would do that established friends and family thing, and even with them, because sometimes you get real comfortable with them, <laughs> and you just assume you can say anything. Um, but with Mer- uh, Jupiter expanding that, you could easily say the wrong thing. Ask a Sagittarius near you, which is Jupiter rule, if if it's a such thing as putting your foot in your mouth. <laughs> So um, 
keep that in mind as well and just make sure if you're if Jupiter is such positivity and optimism and humor though, if you make sure that you are socializing and communicating with and surrounding yourself with people with a high positivity, a great sense of humor, um, in good spirits, um, you know, spiritual people, you really shouldn't have to watch your back, so to speak, with this energy, okay? It is um, Jupiter after all. Um, Yeah, so like literally with all this Uranus energy and then Mercury on Jupiter, whatever changes are coming into your life or, you know, culminating from six months ago or being initiated for the the culmination six months from now, be optimistic about those. It'll benefit you to be optimistic about those changes. And like I say, go with the flow and open. Jupiter is all about having an open mind. Jupiter on, on top of Mercury is talking about expanding and opening and broadening your mind. So what I've kind of been saying for a few signs, I had a feeling it was for all of us. It felt so right. But it, as it turns out, it's for all of us, you guys. Um, Saturn, Square, Neptune haven't really been playing with none of us. I know y'all, but that's why I took a whole show <laughs> last week to talk about it. It's been deep. Um, the fear, the anxiety. Um, and so we're, we are ripe. We are ripe at this full moon that's um, uh, culminating from two weeks ago or at the time of the full moon at the Leo new moon and six months ago at last eclipse season and the Aquarius new moon. Um, some good wants to come out of it, you know, out of the, the, the things that you may have felt like you've lost or had to part with, you know, or, or even accept, you know, just truths that you've had to accept. Um, Something really optimistic can come from it. I talked earlier in the show about seeing the news today about the Department of Justice and and their findings after a 14-month-long investigation into the Baltimore Police Department. Um, So even that, I was thinking about the cycles within that because that would be like two eclipse cycles ago that that would have been initiated or started. And even that, that's why I talk about cycles within cycles, because even that can have some positive, you know, uh, opportunity come from it. Is it devastatingly maddening and tragic that so many of our dear brothers and sisters have had to lose their lives in order for an investigation to go on that proves the very thing that we've been saying for eons? Stop harassing, profiling, killing innocent people of, of, of a particular community, targeting them, because that's, it's not right. You know, th- this isn't something new that we just started saying today when they did the news broadcast. And, and and it's been longer than we, that, that it's been being said than 14 months ago when the investigation started. Once again, something positive can come out of it, even though it's been difficult. Saturn says it's been difficult. Square and Neptune says, you know, we haven't we haven't been able to put our finger on it and pinpoint, you know, maybe what 
new route to take to rectify the situation, but something positive is going to come from it. Keep your mind open. Stay on the vibration of something positive actually happening and coming from it for you individually and collectively. Don't waste your time wishing something bad or wishing revenge or wishing somebody going to get it for what they did. That's a waste of energy. That's a trick. That's a setup. When you could be allowing this Mercury conjunct Jupiter to expand you in some higher ways, okay, and allow you to make the most of some of these new opportunities um, and to have access to some positive thinking and some fun and adventures. Jupiter's adventure and travel, long-distance journeys, and, and, and expansion and growth, okay, and look. Venus trying Pluto um, is the strongest aspect in the lunar eclipse chart, uh, apart from the sun opposite moon aspect itself of the full moon. And so look, be on the lookout for big improvements, powerful, transformative improvements in your love and in it, with that money, okay? Good news is coming. Mercury on Jupiter says it. Good news is coming. Some some breakthrough, something new, flash of insight, sudden reversal is coming. It's here. This is the season. It's gonna and it's eclipse worthy at that. So you know it's it's gonna be huge, okay? Oh, I wish I had time to get out. Don't be mad at me, y'all. <laughs> I have just a few, few minutes left, and um, I cannot, I know that I'm not going to be able to get out these um, eclipse uh, horoscopes, but the eclipse is on Thursday, so by the time I get on the air next week, I will be able to hook y'all up. I don't want to rush through them. What I will do is I'll tell you the house that is going in for your sign. You can listen out for your sun, moon, and rising. And you can do your you can take some of this Mercury Trine Pluto mental power that want to obsess and research and investigate and you can look into it and see if what I end up mentioning to you next week doesn't resonate with the research you've already done if you're so inclined. For my Aquarius is of course the full moon is in Aquarius. This is happening in your first house. You can really see this energy play out in any area of your life. It's going to affect you no matter what. Taurus, um, 10th house, your goals, it's it's karma on karma for you, Taurus. And so um, you're going to be getting what you deserve one way or the other. Leo, 7th house, um, partnerships, you're going to, it's going to more than likely involve you and at least one other person um, or or your relationships in general being affected, okay? Scorpio, fourth house for you. You got uh, you, Taurus, Leo, and Aquarius, all my fixed signs. Y'all are being really shook up the most in these very pivotal areas of life for you. Scorpio is the fourth house of home and family, okay? Make sure you're taking care of business and staying open-minded when it comes to your family and your emotions, Scorpio, okay? Gemini, ninth house, the house of expansion and growth. Definitely keep an open mind. Definitely um, 
something else I want to say about ninth house, any legalities, make sure you're on top of that. Libra, fifth house of fun um, and creativity and love and romance, okay? So whatever needs to get wrapped up, wrap it up, Libra, and whatever is wanting to start opening up to be in. Um, Pisces, you're having eclipse through your Pisces house. So anything you need to let go of, anything you need to end, do it. Aries, eleventh house, groups or networks. If it's if if time is up with a group or a network that you associate with, fine. If it's time to get going with one, let's go. Sagittarius, third house, your ideas being impacted, um, short term trips and projects, and anything there in that local neighborhood. Sir, the eighth house of transformations. You can you can transform anything you need to around this time. Know that you have access to much power. Virgo, your Virgo house is being impacted. Um, watch your health. Watch yourself. Do not stress. Handle your business um, and let, and let go of the rest. Capricorn, that's your money house, second house, finances, and your self esteem. Make sure that you are valuing yourself highly. I got seconds left. I love y'all. Stay connected to Inner Peace Lighthouse. Um, and Mama Dada Astrology, and everything you need to know is in the episode information for this uh, show today. I love y'all. I continue to have so much fun here next week. I say.